Hello and welcome to Unlimited Boundaries, Officer B with your host, Lester Bailey. I am so glad that you're back listening to this podcast. I have Random Thoughts podcast and this is my random thought of today. I have noticed more and more that people have road rage. And I know that some of you all may have met some with road rage. Come on, really. Have you ever seen anybody with road rage? They just get in their car and they get upset about so much. Some of the people who have road rage, you would never, ever believe it. They just happen to be out on the street having a great day. They're laughing, they're joking, and then they get behind the wheel of their car. And all of a sudden, the things in their life have changed. What makes a nice, loving person, a person who would not harm a fly, get behind the wheel of a car and turn it into rage, road rage? They can begin road rage almost as soon as they can close the car door and move away from the curb. Somebody upsets them. Somebody puts their mind to an unease. This is a person who is normally relaxed. Now, you do have some other people who are just angry at the world, and they often take the advantage of drivers. What are some of the main causes of road rage? And that's one of the questions that we always ask is, what are the causes? Now, one major cause may be you need to get there in a hurry and someone is delaying you. Now, you may believe it's their fault that you're in a hurry, but it actually it isn't. It's your fault. Think about it. Nobody made you late but you. It was something that you did that kind of changed your driving habits. But you got into that car. Someone slowed you down. What happens to the second cause? Someone cuts you off. Could you imagine when you're moving out of that car, somebody just gets into your lane? And then they have the nerve enough to slow down. Now they've done two of the things. They've slowed you down and they cut you off. Why did they cut you off? Some people are distracted by just distractions in a car. Whether they're eating, whether they're on the cell phone, whether they're looking at their child, they're trying to find something. Something gets them to a certain rage, which is really, really crazy. And they lose their cool. They lose their... You know, they're relaxing, they're zen mode. What happened in that moment that that happened to you? Now, I know that there are a few people who've been on the road and have used really abusive language, whatever that that language is. And they're cussing and cussing and cussing. And all of a sudden, the traffic light stops them. Now they're mad at the traffic light. They were already mad at someone going down the street and doing what? They were first driving slow and then they cut you off which is the second thing now you have the traffic lights and this is building up to more and more rage we have to kind of get ourselves back because 66 percent of people drive dangerously believe it or not 66 percent drive dangerously and they get angry while they're behind the wheel that's just called road rage because of something that just happened to them that's actually non-avoidable. And then you have 37% of all the people who are out there, they have guns. And guns tend to make people believe that they are superheroes. You are not a superhero because you have a gun. 
guns are one of the most dangerous things. It's not just because you call it protection, but if you actually have to take someone's life, that's something that you have to live with for the rest of your life over something that you said a temporary, somebody cut you off, somebody slowed you down because a traffic light got in your way, or maybe you got a traffic ticket. Wow, a traffic ticket because you were doing 45 and a 30. Or you didn't put your signal on. You didn't obey some traffic signal that was actually out there and you got caught by the police. Out of thousands of times that you probably got into the car, this may have not been your luckiest day and you received a ticket. But you don't remember those thousand times that you did all of those things, barely stopping at a stop sign, barely, you know, making it through a yellow light that was yellow for a second and red by the time you entered the intersection or the how about my favorite? It, it was never red, but it was red from the time you got there all the way through. Most of the time it's because of some type of distraction. Now, why do you want to give the finger to someone who is driving? What is your main purpose of looking at somebody and you figure that I'm going to give them the finger or I'm going to call them every name but a child of God? Road rage is very, very dangerous because you do have people who are out there who are ready to fight because they believe that you were going to damage their car or you were going to hurt them some way. They took what you did personally. Everybody that does something in a car is not doing it personally. Have I been upset that someone has done something to me before? I actually have to say yes. I've been upset once or twice, but never enough to want to turn around and get out of a car and hurt someone. They had on the news here just recently where a car cut off an 18-wheeler truck. And that truck, um, trying to swerve around them, caused one of the largest accidents around. And that was so bad because he was not trying to run the person over that was in front of him. But his reaction made him swerve into another lane. And as soon as he swerved into another lane, he didn't see the person who was next to him. And it caused a very large accident. School buses have the same thing. Regular transit buses have the same problem. Trucks of all sorts, being if there's an SUV or um, a mini truck like a Ford or a Chevy truck, one of those type of trucks, people will cut you off because they have to be there or they should have been there or you're going too slow or they're upset at the world. Distracted driving is the biggest problem ever. Most people do not intend to hurt you. Most people do not intend to be in your way. So what are some of the things that you can do so that way you don't have to get road rage? You have to drive for the other people. You can't just drive for yourself. You have to drive for, for others. That's one. Put your cell phones down. Put them away. If you find yourself getting into a discussion with someone that it gets heated and argumentative, it's time to get off the phone because that is hyping your temperament. That is changing how you think. And things happen in a second. It doesn't take long. In an actual second, you can turn around and hurt someone or accidentally kill someone because you got into an accident that you didn't have control over your own mind and body. And it's most important that you do that. Now, remember, 78% of the people, or actually probably now, 79% of the people who are driving do not have a valid license or have never had a valid license, driver's license. 
and I do mean they have never had or it is suspended or something happened whereas they do not have a valid license. So out of that, now you're only talking about out of everybody that is driving, less than 50% of those people actually have car insurance. And those who have car insurance, most of them do not have full coverage. They have liability of some sort. So damaging your car or you getting into a fight with somebody over something that you could have had full control of your mind and your faculties, you have to understand some things you just have to let go. Take a deep breath. Blow it out slowly. Say what you have to say to them, but say it just in the comforts of your car. You don't have to make gestures. You don't have to get out of your body. That moment that you just take just to say whatever those words are, take that moment out, say it right quick, and let it go. Let that go. Don't continuously keep that argument, that discussion going up. You may sometimes have your kids in the car and you're so upset, but you can hurt your kids because you want to get down and start fighting. you got to slow down. you got to stop for a moment. This is another thing. Stop and think what you're doing. Is it worth it? Is it worth that fight? Is it worth that argument? Is it worth your car? Is it worth your time? Is it worth your life? These are things you have to think about during that momentary anger. That means you got to get yourself back into some control. Third thing that you can do is really concentrate on what you're doing and where you're going. Because the bottom line when you get in a car is to get to where you need to get to. Sometimes you have an emergency, and I understand. And things happen in an emergency that you don't have control over. But that 1% of the time that that actually might happen to you, all the rest of the times, it's not the emergency that got you in the way. It's not because somebody is rushing to go get somebody to the hospital for a life or delivering a life or losing a life or they have to be there. Most people who you know are in the hospital, they're there. They are going to be there. If they're losing their life and you wanted to say the best thing in the world to them and you missed that opportunity, that meant that you missed most of their life to have that same opportunity to stop and tell them what you wanted to say. Don't wait until the last minute to do something for someone or say something for someone that you've been meaning to tell them for their life. You can miss a person in an instant. So we're asking you, slow down. Kind of control yourself at the moment. Yes, I know that you're angry. Yes, I've been through it. And yes, I've written my fair amount of tickets in my lifetime. I didn't do a lot of them, but I wrote a fair amount because of road rage and people getting into automobile accidents, some people losing their lives. And there's nothing in the world to, to that thing of losing their life. I remember being that police officer, and I don't mean to be graphic here, but I have to be graphic that a friend of mine was in an automobile accident. They were traveling on a city street. And while they were traveling eastbound on the street, someone else was traveling westbound. Those two cars met together at driving over 87 miles an hour. And she happened to have gotten knocked outside of the car window because that's another person who doesn't want to wear seatbelts. But that's not the problem. The problem was when she got knocked out the car, she got lodged in the front window and lost her life like that. It was nothing 
better, worse to see that in my face. And I have to live with that thought for the rest of my life because I was the police officer at that scene. I was also the police officer at a scene of somebody getting into road rage with a double tractor trailer. And he was on a motorcycle. So he decided to go underneath the truck several times. And he got caught in the wheels and he also lost his life just because of road rage. There are so many different ways of it. I've seen children lose their lives because somebody had to strike another car because they were in road rage. Take the time out. Relax yourself. Nothing is worth your life or someone else's life. Nothing is really worth you losing that moment of your time. Just because you want to give somebody else some time that you have never met, you've never seen, and may not ever see them again. Let it go. I know that that's difficult and it sounds easy, but it's something that you can practice every day. And if you practice it, you may turn around and be able to challenge yourself to something better. So until the next time, I thank you for joining me with Unlimited Boundaries, Officer B. And I'm so enthusiastic about hearing your voice and you leaving me a comment. I look forward to these comments so that I can bring you better content and a few other things as we go along. You all have a brilliant and wonderful and fantastic rest of your day. And I will be talking to you again. Again, I'd like to thank you to Unlimited Boundaries, Officer B with your host, Lester Bailey. Bye-bye for now.